Welcome to the Carolyn Shuttlesworth Podcast, where we'll dive deep into the Word of God, build strong faith, and finish the devil. Here's your host, author, speaker, and nonstop mom, Carolyn Shuttlesworth. All right, let's get into this today. Kind of what sparked, um, you know, it's going to be like a refresher, because kind of what sparked today's broadcast was the shooting that just happened in Texas. And I'm going to be dealing with protection today because, you know, we get these horrific events that happen in the world and that can open a door for fear and unsettling feeling that makes us feel like, you know, the what ifs, that's what fear is. That's what fear lives off. That's like food for fear is the thought of what if. And we don't have to have thoughts of what if. Actually, as a child of God, we should not have the the thoughts of what if. Faith uh, in the word of God, the foundation, trust in the word of God makes us bold enough to not have to be concerned with the what if, but faith in God, faith in uh the, the word of God and trusting is, um, you know, the foundation. That, that doesn't make us the what if. That makes us in the know. That makes us know what's going to happen. God has a specific path for us. God has specific things that he's supposed to do in our life that we're going to carry out based on obeying his instruction, obeying his word of God. And, and you know, there's going to be bad things all around us. The world is getting darker. The world is getting, hey, Lisa, the world is getting, you know, more chaotic. But as I always say on my broadcast is we don't, live in a crisis. We don't have a crisis because we have a Christ. And so we're not called to look like the rest of the world. So I'm going to be talking about protection today because we need to make sure, and just an encouragement. You might say, hey, this, I'm fine. But it's always good that we get our faith jolted. We get the gift of faith to rise up in our bellies and be like, listen, I'm not going to let a tragic story like that, you know, derail me. Because we can get like that. We can get like our, as parents, well, I'm not sure I'm going to send my kids to school because, you know, fear that this is going to happen. Well, I mean, that's like you're going to have to take every tragedy in the world and and go up against it. You're going to be like, well, I'm not going to drive in a car anymore because there could be a drunk driver or there's someone who's texting and driving and they're not paying attention and they could crash into me. So I'm just not going to drive anymore. Or look at all those plane crashes that happen. Look at that. Well, you know, I'm not going to fly anymore because there's a possibility. The what if, if, if something's wrong in the engine in my plane or, or, you know, all the, we can't live that way. We are to be bold as lions. We are to say, listen, God said he's going to protect me from the evil one. And that's what I'm going to trust. That's what I'm going to believe. All this stuff, and you've, anyone who follows our ministry knows that we say someone else's story is not going to be our story. And how can you boldly say that? How can you believe that? By filling yourself up with the Word of God, by making the Word of God our foundation. So yeah, I, I am sorry for the parents that lost their children and the teachers and the tragedy and my heart breaks and you think to yourself, I have kids in the same grade, 
You know, I live right outside of the Parkland shooting that happened a few years ago where 17 kids were killed, literally. And one of the girls lives just down the street from me. Her parents still live there. And my neighborhood does a whole thing every, every February 14th. And we had news people and it was flooded. And I mean, it was, it was chaotic here for a while when it happened. But that's not gonna cause me. I'm not gonna be driven by the motives of evil men to make my decisions in life. I will not have them change the decisions in life. If your kids go to school, you have the blood of Jesus on the doorpost of your home. You pray, you're there protected, and you listen to the Holy Spirit. Listen, there might be a time where the Holy Spirit says, and you're like, I don't, I don't, I don't know if that's a day that they're supposed to be going. You know what I mean? Like, he's going to tell you. He's going to protect you. It's not like a, a, toy, a, a coin toss in the Word of God. I think people think that. It's like a coin toss. Like, maybe he will, maybe he won't. Is it going to be today? Is it going to be? No, that's not how it is. We're not going to let any story that we hear in this world alter our decisions, alter our decisions over our kids, alter decisions in our life. We're not having it. We are walking in the authority of God, and I don't care what other people do. I don't care what this world says. I don't care what they do. I don't care what's on the news. I don't care what reports I get. This is what I care about. This is what I base my trust on and my foundation. But if we're not filling ourselves up with, if we're not staying in the presence of God, believe me, I know that feeling. There are times where I have the ability to get very busy get very busy and when I anytime I pull back from my Bible reading or I pull back like I can feel it and I'm like wait a second it's like a desert inside of me I need to get back I need to get back in his presence I need to get back so it's something we all go after it's not like oh well Carolyn you know is in the fivefold ministry and Carolyn this and you know it doesn't no I am not exempt from that I need to go harder I need to go after I'm not gonna let the enemy come in my home. I'm not going to let him attack my children. I'm not going to let him go after my husband. And I'm sure as heck not going to let him go after my own body. So we are protected. And I titled that protected or not, because it is a black and white. It is, are you protected or are you not? Are you healed or are you not? We're not, we're, there's no, there's no line writing here. There's no gray area. It's the word of God says that we are protected. And that's what we're going to go through. And we're going to go over because the common theme of this world more than ever is fear and no protection, fear, and no protection. Um, this world could care less about you. You are nobody to the government. You are nobody to this world. They don't care about your well-being. They don't care about your health and they sure as heck don't care about your safety. There is an evil agenda. And you know, I say these things and people are like, yeah, duh, Carolyn, but let me tell you, no, it's not duh, because the people I run into, the people that I talk to, and you, the, the Christians you still see, you still see operating and looking no different, no different. They don't act like they're redeemed, looking no different. And so it, it, it might be a basic thought to some of us, but too many people are struggling with feeling like God is not protecting them. God might not protect their children. 
Go, you know, that there might be something tragic or bad that's gonna happen to them. And we're gonna nip that today because that I'm, we're just not having it. I'm gonna stand in faith with you. I'm gonna stand in prayer with you and I'm gonna encourage you. We're just not having it anymore. That's what we have to get inside of us, ladies. That's what we have to get that, like something might be bothering you, something might trigger fear in you. And just, you gotta lower your authority and be like, I'm not having it. I'm, it's not my portion and I'm not having it. You know, we don't have to go into 19 uh, scriptures to not have it. It's just a matter of standing up to what is bothering you, what your mind's trying to cause you to believe and be like, I'm not having it. So when I talked about today, the common theme of this world is fear and no protection. We're not having it. We're not having it anymore. We're not going to let the stories of Texas, the stories of Parkland, uh, bring fear upon us for our kids. We're not going to let stories from the news and, you know, crashes and this and that. Uh, the stories of, you know, drug addiction running rampant through our town. So now we're in fear that our kids are going to become addicts. No, we are not having it. We have to put our Holy Ghost foot down and be like, I'm not dealing with it. And this is why. Because the word backs us up. The word gives us boldness. The word gives us the ability to operate in our authority. The word causes us to operate in faith and get our, our prayers answered. And so, you know, uh, and these things happen. And I'm always like, parents go into uh, concern. Parents get nervous about everything. And I'm always like, you know what? God gave us children and yes, we're, we're to raise them, we're to protect them, we're to lead them, we're to guide them, we're to show them right from wrong. And that's right, Laura, say it, everyone write it. Fear is not my portion and I'm not having it. And, uh, you know, and then I always think that's, that's like kind of prideful because if you're thinking you're gonna do a better job than what God is gonna do, that's, that's a form of pride because he's the ultimate protector. He told us how we can stay protected. He told us that he will protect us. So we're not going to do a better job than what our Heavenly Father is going to do. Let's get on the same page as him. Let's get our, our, our thoughts, let's get our confession connected to Jesus because he's the ultimate protector. He's the ultimate protector. And so we get to this point where it's like, I'm going to protect my kids. I'm going to protect my family. I'm going to protect myself better then God can, you start stepping into a form of pride. So let's get back to the basics. Let's get back to attaching ourselves to Jesus. And when we attach ourselves to Jesus, then we can operate like him, which I've spoken about in the past. We can, you know, I've done a broadcast on Jesus's ministry. His ministry is on the inside of you. We're made in his image and we're to emulate him. So walking around in fear, walking around in the what if, walking around in the I'm, I don't know if I'm going to be protected. You got to know that you know that you know. And that's what the revelation of the word of God gives you. It's a light bulb. It's a light bulb. It's a flashlight on what you're looking for. It gives you a knowing. It gives you a knowing. All right. All right. I wrote, Christians should live in a carefree mindset, not care less. God's given us wisdom. 
God's given us verses on how to live. God's given us verses on how to have a good marriage. He's given us the word of God on how to raise kids. He's given us the word of God on how to hear so we can go on the direct path that he has for us. But if he tells us to cast our cares upon him, then we're carefree, right? We're free from care. So we're going to live a carefree Christian life. We're not called to struggle. We're not called to be nervous. We're called to know what we're talking about. We're called to have a backbone. We're called to do great things. We're called to walk by faith. So if you're casting your cares upon him because he cares for us and he wants to take that off of you, then you should be living a carefree lifestyle as a Christian. Not careless. Because wisdom, you know, wisdom will give you everything. With, without wisdom, you can access greatness through all different areas of your life with wisdom. But we should have a carefree mindset because the Bible does say, cast your cares to him. So if we're gonna give him all of our cares, then we're gonna be free from cares, carefree. All right? Like I said before, we're not going to let the world control our decision making. This world's bad, and so people will actually think, should I have any more kids? What it, the world isn't supposed to, we're, we're not, we're, we, don't, we don't take our cues from them. We don't say, oh, should I have more kids because this world's going bad and I don't know what kind of, you know, uh, if things are going to be good for them or, or, you know, I love it when people are like, well, Social Security will be out. How will they? Well, there you go again. You're depending on the government. You're depending on this world for money later in life. You're depending, you're depending on the wrong source. Jesus said, be fruitful and multiply. Replenish the earth. Not should I have kids because of, oh, there's school shootings. I don't want my kids to be in, in that environment. I don't want my kids. What, what if, what if, what if, what if? See, fear, that's food for fear, the what if. It will feed fear, the what ifs. Or can my children do this? Can my children play outside? Can my children ride a bike down the street? Are they gonna get taken? Are they gonna fall? Are they gonna hurt? Can they climb a tree? Are they gonna break a leg? Are they, you know what I mean? And it's like, you stop, you start making your decisions based on fear, not my kids are protected. I'm going to teach them wisdom. I'm going to teach them how to be smart. Uh, the protection of God is around them. They can go around, you know, down the street on their bike and back and not get hit by a car. These are just real life things that people uh, deal with all the time. It might be silly to you, but believe me, there are people dealing with stuff like that all the time. All, <laughs> Laura, all the time. We can't live in the what if. God is going to protect us. I'm going to get into that. You know, I feel move. I feel to move, but I'm scared of taking that step. What if? What if I didn't hear from the Lord? What if the, you know, the what if? We, it's in our vocabulary, and we have to get that out of our vocabulary because that is not faith talk. That is not a faith confession, the what if, is not supposed to be in the mouth of a child of God. It's not. You know, now we're all thinking, should my kids go to school? Not everybody has the opportunity to homeschool. I'm a huge advocate 
for homeschooling if you can. But I don't look down on, on, on moms and families that have to send their kids to school. You just make sure they're a light in their dark place. You, you make sure that you listen to the Holy Spirit. If there's something that's stopping them from going that morning or causing them to be late every day, it's our responsibility, parents. We are responsible. So don't, don't, don't put it off on this world. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Listen to his voice. Know what he's telling us about our children. Know what he's directing. Because sometimes there are families where their kids have to go to school. Parents are working. There's nobody home to take care of them. And, okay. But we're going to know that God's going to protect them. Like I said at the beginning, the blood of Jesus is on the doorpost of our home. The blood of Jesus is on the doorpost of our home. You have that. Your kids are under your care. Your kids are under that. They're in his presence. They're protected. There's a Holy Ghost bubble around them. So we're not going to be fearful. We're not going to make our decisions based on the tragedies of this world. I will not be moved. There's an old song called, I will, I will not be moved. <laughs> and it's an old, old song. And sometimes my husband sings it still to this day, but it's true. I will not be moved. Are we rocks? Are we rocks or not? Are we going to be on this firm foundation or not? That's what I'm saying. Like it, it's all or nothing, ladies. It's or not. Am I or am I not? Am I going to listen to the things of this world and listen to the destruction and listen to the news, or am I not? And we're going to be the not. We're not going to be worried about what other people worry about. We're, not, we're just not. We're, <laughs> we are not. And it's true. That's right, Jacqueline. I will not be moved. I will not be moved. All right. Let's see. Which verse do I want to read first? Psalm 61.3, he has provided a shelter that is ours for the taking. I love that. I love that. It's ours for the taking. There's an action there. It's ours for the taking. He's provided the shelter. It's ours for the taking. Go towards the shelter. Go towards him. Go towards his presence. Attach yourself to him. Because there's the shelter, but if you stand over here looking at the shelter, what good is that going to do you? The storms come, you're getting rained on. The wind comes, your hair's getting messed up. <laughs> your makeup's running, okay? We have to go towards the shelter. He has provided a shelter that is ours for the taking. We got to get that mentality. We're not going to let the world take from us we're going to take. We're not going to let the world steal from us. We're not going to let the enemy steal from us, but we're going to take. It's ours for the taking. He's provided shelters. That is ours for the taking. God has been a shelter for me and a strong tower from the enemy. I did quite a few of these verses in the Amplified. I loved how it said, <laughs> Yes, Lilia, not the hair. Um, that, you know, he, he's there, he's, he's given us everything. And we know he's given us the power, he's given us the shelter, 
And so when someone has given you everything, there's nothing else to give you. What do you do on the, the receiving end? You take it, okay? So he's given us his son. He died on the cross. He's given us all power over the enemy. He's given us shelter to get away from our enemy. He's given, 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 okay? That's the nature of our Heavenly Father. He's a giving Heavenly Father. That's why, side note, it doesn't make sense, you know, he takes, he takes, he takes, he takes life. He takes these good things out of my life to teach me life. He takes, he takes, he takes. Uh, I'm sorry, you don't know the nature of our Heavenly Father. He's a giver in all areas. He'll take the enemy out. He'll take sickness from your midst. He'll take away fear. He'll take away anxiety. But he's not taking anything good out of your life. He's only giving good into your life. He's only giving good things into your life. So if he's given us everything and he's given us shelter and he's promised protection and he's told us to fear not, then that's our step now. What is it? We're going to go towards the shelter. We're going to believe his word. We're going to take action and get to where we need to. So the first thing is staying in his presence. Staying in his presence. The anointing. The anointing destroys all bad things. Being in the anointing is the best thing. Being in the anointing breaks every yoke, every bondage, all weights that are on us. It's, it, I look at it as like a force field, right? It's like a force field of protection. So it makes it so the enemy can't come near you. So you've got like, think of the anointing is the force field around you. But we have to stay in God's presence because that's where protection works. Staying in his presence. So just going to go through a couple things where it shows you how we can stay protected from the enemy, protected from the evilness of this world, is staying in his presence, allowing the anointing to be a force field around us to keep the enemy out, to keep those things out. All right, look at that. Look how all throughout the Bible uh, there's, there's guys and girls that have been unharmed. We got Daniel, we got Shadrach. Meshach and Abednego, right? We know in Daniel 6. <laughs> Just think about him going into the lion's den. It was like a force field, the anointing, him standing up saying, that's my God. I'm going to pray. I'm going to stay in his presence. I'm going to stay obedient to what God has told me to do. And it was like a force field. He went down there, didn't even bother him. The lions were like, eh. Not even interested. But as soon as the guards came the next day, leapt out and ate him. Didn't even go over and sniff Daniel, but leapt out at the evil men. So it goes to show you, God's men protected. Evil men, eh, not so much. So like two sides, two sides. All right. Then you have Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. The presence of God literally saved their lives. The anointing, the presence. Why? Three went in the fire, four they saw. Jesus, the anointing, the presence of him there was a force field around them. Never smelled like smoke, never got harmed, never got burned, never felt heat, 
The only thing that was burned were the ropes holding their hands. The only thing it was was the bondage that was tying them, that the evil men tried to do by throwing them in the fire, binding them up. That's what was destroyed. Not the three men. That's what was destroyed. And so his presence, the anointing, will keep us protected. We all know Psalm 91, that was like a huge chapter that went around, especially when COVID hit, because for some reason, that's when people found that chapter in Psalm. Up until then, not many people knew about Psalm 91. I'm joking. I'm just saying that like, this is what happens. We go into crisis mode when something happens and we're like, oh my gosh, he really does protect. He really does heal. It's like, no, if you like lived on these verses and lived on the word of God and knew it when destruction does come your way, you're not even phased. You're not even, <laughs> your feet are still up on the coffee table, if you know what I mean. You know, you're still in like, my heart rate mode is, is my, my beats are still low. My heart rate's low. I don't care. There we go again. Carefree. Was that a care? Yeah. Yeah. That, that, was, that was a care. A virus. The world acted like we've never seen a virus before. You know, and now it, it, it's shootings. I mean, it, 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 there's always going to be something that the world's going to trap you in because fear is an invisible prison and fear is an invisible leash. And as long as you stay bound in that invisible prison and on that invisible leash, this world will drag you through the mud. It will drag you through the mud. There's not one time. I mean, I look back and I'm just like, not one time did it ever make me nervous when the whole mess was coming around. Not one concern, not one continued traveling all over, laid hands on people, hugged them. The more the world tells me not to do something, the more ornery I feel. And that's what we have to get. It's a Holy Ghost ornery. <laughs> that when the world tells me I can't do something, I like to say, wait a second. Hmm, you're not the author and finisher of my faith. You didn't start me. You can't stop me. So, not listening. And then I like to go and do the opposite. That's how I got a cow. I was ticked that they were gonna tell me that I wasn't able to have meat, that eventually we're gonna have to eat plant-based hamburgers and who knows what else it's mixed with, plastic and everything else. Well, we were driving through Central Florida and I looked at all these fields and I said, you know, one day I, I do want like a ranch or, or land and I do want animals. And it just hit me and I thought, looking around and I'm like, my father owns a cattle on a thousand hills. So if he is the creator of this world and he is gonna give the final say of when this world is, uh, until then, we will not be without. Don't you believe the lies of this world of a shortage don't you, this world has plenty of everything. We have plenty of oil, we have plenty of water, we have plenty of um, cattle, we have plenty of animals, we have plenty of lumber. I mean, we have plenty, plenty, plenty. Because as the Lord said, there will be seed time and harvest, 
summer and winter. So as long as he keeps this earth cranking and the years go by and the seasons go by, my father, my boss, said we're going to have plenty. So you have to get it in your head that you are not going to be without. You're protected from tragedy. You're protected from lack. You're going to be protected from heartbreak. You're going to be protected from the things of this world that try to come your way. We're just, like I said, we're not putting up with it. And that's how you have to speak. I'm not putting up with it. And so we saw Daniel protected. We saw Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego protected. You could go through so many stories in the Word of God of protection based on stepping out in obedience, stepping out and being faithful to God's Word. You got David. Here he is, speaking by faith, telling a giant he's going to cut his head off. He doesn't even have a sword in his hand. He says he's going to fight. You know, he, he got a Holy Ghost boldness. That giant was, was making fun of the God he serves. That giant was, was talking smack. <laughs> and so what did he do? He got a Holy Ghost boldness. Faith spoke out of his mouth. And that's what we have to do. We have to speak some things, even if at first we're like, shoot, it's hard. I'm not sure I believe this. But we got to say it. We got to hear it. We got faith comes by hearing. We're going to have to speak it out. You're going to have to speak by faith. But one, we're going to stay in his presence. In Psalm 91, that same protection belongs to us today when we dwell in the secret place of the Most High, Psalm 91.1. It tells us when we dwell in the secret place of the Most High, His presence, His anointing. When we live in His presence, there's joy. No room for fear, no room for anxiety. They don't share rooms. They don't share bunk beds. If there's joy because you're in His presence, the other stuff, there's no room, okay? Lightness takes away darkness. We're not dealing with it. We're not dealing with it. If you're in his presence, it says it in Psalm, there'll be fullness of joy. You can't battle the nonsense of this world when you reside in his presence. So we're gonna dwell in the Most High. We're gonna dwell with him. We're gonna dwell in his presence. And that's gonna cause us to live in protection. All right? Number two, his glory will cover you. His glory will cover you. Isaiah 58.8, I'm reading an ESV. I, I kind of typed them out because then I, I had all these verses and I was like, geez, I'm going to be flipping through. It's going to be forever. So um, his glory covers you. Isaiah 58.8, then shall your light break forth like the dawn and your healing shall spring up speedily. Your righteousness shall go before you. The glory of God shall be your rear guard. The glory of God, his glory covers you. He covers us with his garment, his light, his shield. He covers us with that. We can rest assured that because that light covers us, the enemy sees that. When the enemy comes, he sees that glory that's surrounding you. It says in John eleven forty, Jesus said to her, Did I not say to you that if you believe in me, you will see the glory of God, the expression of his excellence? The glory of God 
will protect you from this world. The glory of God will protect you from the evil one. It will cover you. It will keep you safe at all times. Um, and so, like I said, demons, the devil, it recognizes it. It sees that glory on you. It sees that you've been with Jesus. Like I've, I've preached out of an Acts. Can you tell that those men have been with Jesus? The, the devil will know. The enemy will know. Hey, that person's protected. That person has been with Jesus. That person I'm not going to be able to destroy. I'm not going to be able to lie to. It re they will recognize um, the glory of God on you. They will recognize it. All right, number three, attach yourself to Jesus. They're all under the same umbrella. They're all under seeking his presence, staying in the anointing, having the glory of God cover us like a shield, like a protection. Attaching ourselves to Jesus. Number three, attaching ourselves to him. <clears throat> Our walk with the Lord is a choice. How we handle things is a choice. What we allow in is a choice. What we decide to believe is a choice. How we speak is a choice. Okay? Self-control, choice. Walking in offense, a choice. So everything we do is a choice. So in Proverbs 18.10, I wrote this one out in the Amplified, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and is safe and set on high far above evil, far above evil. So you're going to choose to make the Lord your refuge, but you also have to choose to walk it out. So every day we're choosing are we choosing to wake up in a bad attitude? Are we going to choose to set a bad tone for our home? Are we going to choose to have a chip on our shoulder? Are we going to choose to let this heartbreak go on and continue to keep us bitter? Are we going to choose, continue to choose to let uh, something that triggers fear in my life to stay around my life and let continue for years on and on and on and open the door and continue to open the door for stuff? Are we going to choose Walking it out, we got to believe God, rebuke fear, stand on the word, and say the promises of God. That's why I wrote a whole book on confessions, and it's the boundary line. You're creating a boundary line that your enemy cannot cross. That's a reason why I started it in, in the end of 2019, just writing out confessions for women to say. And it became something over our own lives, over our children, over our marriage. And then I just started to teach on it. And that's where I got the 40-day devotional that I wrote. But we have to get the word of God to believe it so the right things come out of our mouth. Because it is a choice at the end of the day. Are you going to choose to walk in love? Everything that we're supposed to have and do as a Christian is available to us. Like I told you, he's given it to us. He's given it to us. And so are we going to choose to yield to fear? Because when you do that, when you choose, as soon as you choose to listen to the wrong voice, you're letting go. You're yielding your protection. You've, you've detached from Jesus. 
You have attached to the lies of this world. You've attached to the lies of the devil. And you are letting go of your protection that he has for you. Because he's not a man that he does lie. And he, his word changes not. And the Bible is alive and powerful. Sharper than any two-edged sword. And it's going to divide. It's going to show you wrong, right. It's going to tell you what to cut out of your life. What to allow, what not to allow. The word of God is more than just a book. It's the only book out there that is alive. These words have power. These words are our life's manual. It's the only one out there. It's the only one out there. And so you can choose to run to it, the strong tower, and be high above evil, like it says in Proverbs 18.10. Or you can choose to stay outside of it. It's a choice on our end. What are we, what are we going to do in walking this out? What are we going to do with it? Um, in Psalm 25.4, it says, Show me the path where I should go, O Lord. Point me out the right road for me to walk. We can keep our lives safe by just knowing which road to take, which path to take, which way God's told us to take. I was just sitting down with a pastor's wife a few weeks ago, and she was talking to me about um, 9-11. I don't even know how it came up, but she was saying her sister was in one of the buildings when it happened, but she got out, and, you know, she's alive to this day. But there was different aspects in the story where she could have listened to people in the office. Her boss was telling her to go one way. Other people were telling her not to get on the elevator, not to do this. But she had a knowing. She had a, a voice, the Holy Spirit leading and guiding her that day. And if she chose to listen to the volume, to what, what people, uh, you know, outside of, of the voice of God speak to her, she wouldn't be alive today. But the Lord directed her steps out of that building before, before the second plane had just crashed as she was going down. I mean, like, gave her where she needed to go, which direction she needed to do. So he, he listening to his voice will keep you on a path, will keep you from destruction. will save your life. will save your kid's life. will save your husband's life, your family's life. So it is so important we attach ourselves to Jesus. We stay under his glory. We stay in his presence for that very reason. And John, it says, the sheep know the shepherd's voice. We should know what God's telling us. We should know what our next step is. We never have to wander around and we'll never have to wonder what way we're supposed to go. You know, we could avoid times in our life, car crashes. We can avoid so many things of destruction in our life because the Holy Spirit will, will take control. He'll tell us, don't go this way. Go this way. Wait a minute. Okay, go a little bit early. We just need to listen to him in every area and direction of our life because we are promised protection. We don't have to have bad things happen to us. We don't have to have bad things happen to our family. I'll end here with this. Um, we're going to live by faith. We're going to trust God. 
In Psalm 91 verse 14, it says, I will rescue those who love me and I will protect those who trust in my name. To trust in my name. So if doubt ever enters our mind, we're going to get our, our, our shield, our faith shield back up. We're going to uh, keep our words straight. We're going to uh, block every fiery dart that the enemy has for us. We're not going to have uh, be a part of the story. No one's going to find us, our kids, our family uh, in a school shooting. We're not going to, in a movie theater shooting. I mean, it's, schools are not the only place that, you know, restaurant shooting. We're not, we're not going to be on the news and part of the world's story. We're not. We're just not. So make up in your mind today that that's how you're going to live, that that's how your children are going to live. We're not going to be a part of a car crash. You're never going to find uh, my name, my kids' names, or Ted's names in a news article saying that a plane went down. You're, you're, you're not going to find that because the world story is not going to become my story. And that's how we're going to believe. So when I called protected or not, there's two things here. We're leaving this broadcast knowing we're protected. We're leaving this broadcast knowing we're safe. We're leaving this broadcast knowing that everything's gonna be all right. We're not called to walk by fear. We're not called to live our life by the what ifs and make those decisions. That's not our portion and that's not our story. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Heavenly Father, I thank you for each and every person watching I thank you for everyone listening to the replay of this broadcast that, Lord, you have given us your blood. The blood of Jesus is on the doorpost of our home. I ask you now, Lord, to blow your breath from heaven, to blow out every evil thing away from us, every evil thing that's trying to come up against our kids, our family, our husband, my own body, my own family, friends, Lord, that, that it, it's the destruction will not come to us, destruction will not harm us. I thank you, Lord, that we walk in our rightful authority as children of God. We will not allow destruction to move us. We will not allow the cares of this world to alter our decisions, Lord, for we make our decisions based on the mighty word of God. You told us to fear not. You told us many ways through your word of God that you are a safe tower, that the righteous, that's us, us in right standing, that we can run to you, that we can use your name, the name that is above every name, the name that is above every destruction, and we can take that name, and it's a mighty weapon in our hand. It's a mighty weapon to be shielded from our enemies, to fight off our enemies, that we can live in victory every day. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for being our shield. Thank you, Lord, for giving us the anointing, for giving us the glory that is the light in our life, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you've given us ways to attach ourselves to you. So what you have, we can have also. Thank you, Lord. We love you so much. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen, amen, amen. I'm so happy happy to be back. I've missed you guys so much. Um, I look forward to these times with you. I'm looking forward to um, a busy travel schedule this summer. 
I hope that I can see you guys at the different places we're going. Make sure you check out um, miracleword.com forward slash schedule or just go to our website and click the schedule page. And, and if we're near you, we can um, you know catch up with you. We love seeing the Victory Tribe. Uh, we just uh, got our Victory Tribe banquet we're working on. Again, our partner night and our partner banquet. So that's gonna be letting you know soon uh, what we're gonna be doing with that, the dates, and, and we can't wait to see you. We love the Victory Tribe. I love you ladies so much. Hey, I, I'm always open to, if there's any uh, topics, if there's anything that you wanna hear about, uh, message me, send them to me on Facebook, on Instagram. I have a whole list of uh, uh, broadcast things I, I pop in and then I'll work on that for you. Uh, if you have any questions and answers, make sure to reach out. I love you so much. Uh, Bethany, we're gonna be in Texas for two weeks. Uh, one of them's kind of far from you. We're gonna be in Donna, Texas. That's at the bottom of Texas, but then we're coming back to Tomball, Texas again. So hopefully um, I will see you uh, in Tomball. Uh, you and the family uh, like last year. But the winner for the giveaway today, he's gonna get some fresh makeup, is... It's Janine! Good job, Janine. Good job, Janine. <laughs> I need to have music. I need to have poppers. What's going on around here? This is not Carolyn's style. I'm all about screaming and balloons and confetti. So we're gonna get that for you. Um, oh, no. I will say that the inside scoop is the banquet is not gonna be in Texas. But you can fly where we're gonna have it. <laughs> Janine, you won. I will um, get with you on uh, social media, or you actually can write me on Facebook and let me know if you prefer uh, an Alta gift card or a Sephora gift card. I love you guys so much. It's Friday. I'm gonna leave you with my favorite video and I'll see you next week. Have a great weekend. Love you. Yes. Yes, we do, Madeline. My daughter's running the show today. That might be why I'm still on here. You are not, why? It's Friday. Chick. Seriously, Maddie? <laughs> well, Maddie was going to get paid for the broadcast today, and now I think I'm going to keep the money. Alright, Maddie. Fine. Don't do it. Now she wants to find it. Just start singing it. Friday, yeah. Saturday, Sunday, what? Hey, Friday, yeah. <laughs>